Welcome to Sports Banter, Season 2, Episode 8, with Mr. Peanut. And the Polar Bear. Looking to... Oh, man. Divulge into Super Bowl recap banter. Oh, yeah. The recap banter. And you know, I'm still moving a little slow from it. I'll tell you that. It sounds like it. A little <laughs> sluggish. I'll get zipping. I'll get zipping. Good, Good heavens. All right, well, get us into That's it, the then. thick peanut, if you will. Um, I'll get zippy real quick. I, I mean, well, let's. I mean, do we want to set the stage? You know, Mister well, the Polar Bear. You know, how about we start with? Uh, you know, you came to my house. I did the, the experience. I and, did. You know, put us on your. Uh, uh, well, you know, I I uh, I show up. And I, I, <laughs> yeah, I, walk us through. I was. I'll, I'll be honest. I contemplated parking just in the driveway. Oh, that would have been a that would have been a very pro downy move. We would have. Re, that's a respect thing. Right I know. I, I definitely. I and then I go. That's I a doc one hundred and one. I don't know if like there's an elderly person that's gonna need the driveway at some point. <laughs> you know, this is my first time coming to the Super Bowl party at the. Uh, Downing residence. So, uh, Mind you, know. you, there's plenty of street parking. Like, you can park pretty much anywhere. You exactly. Want. And you're so, kind of playing the driveway. So. Yes. I, uh, yes. Yeah, so I walk through and I just, the first person I see is Doc and his hands go up in the air. <laughs> hey! You know, and, <laughs> that's and, pretty good. And as we, uh, as we talked about, you know, our last episode is going around doing the, hey, how you doing? Hey, how you oh, doing? Yeah. Hey, how you doing? I got that in immediately. Which you immediately brought to me that you had completed that part task. of the day. <laughs> My task, I'm done. Now I am. And I said, good. Yes. Well, as have I. Yes, and we. Oh, actually, you know what was better? <laughs> You're still, uh, you know, doing the, the rounds, if you will. You got new kid in the block. That's you right. know, that's, that's the name of the game. That's you right. But myself, I go, oh, this is the time where I find the seat. Everyone. Everyone this year went right to the back, which I found bizarre. Yeah, that was... So the entire couch is open right next to the TV, and I'm going, well, uh, I'm sitting on the couch. So, sat down, looked at you, I go, yeah, it's, it's showtime, it's, uh, the draft has begun. <laughs> and, and, you know, I, I, took a, I took a little bit longer to sit down. I, you did. I, I wanted to grab and a I quickly little... dismissed you from my vision. You did, what like, the fuck? You're on your own. Well, and then, you know, you're sitting down, I'm getting a little nervous, you know, the, the, the nervous yeah. is going, I'm going, am I going to get a fucking seat on the couch or not? Yeah. You know, did my rounds, got a little more food, if you will, then I <laughs> sat back down. And that's when just the the second part of the Super Bowl show happened <laughs> in the Downing household, and we the game banter is that what you're alluding to? You know, I I will say this: I did uh, fuck up on the squares. I came right in. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, the rule was two firsts, and that was great. And then after everyone has gotten an opportunity to <laughs> to put in your name on the squares, I. Inadvertently, just paid for four squares straight up, and but I was, you know, there was a sign there that did not say that, so I looked at it and I was like, "Well, it doesn't say it." I mean, exactly. I don't know what you expect. I, I didn't win. To come in to do I mean, no, no, not even close. Much like myself. No, I was way off. Nine and two <laughs> Damn, or something. Shit. Um, but you know, we went straight in. I loved. Just straight across the board, I love the atmosphere. I thought it was fun. We did have a little, uh, 
a little incident with the uh, remote control or yeah, uh, what was TV changer, if you will, in bizarre, my household. Bizarre. Yeah, behavior. I don't know what the fuck Doc was doing with that. Which which moment are you talking about? Because there's a couple. Well, oh, well, what was awesome was, turn it up, get it, volume. turn volume up. <laughs> I told I mean, there was no show. I was like, this happens every, well, first, he was like, the game's on at 3.30, we're watching Waste Management Open, which, hey, glad we got sports on TV, but yeah. time's ticking, Doc's like going all over the place, and I, eventually I go, all right, I'm turning this on because we got National Anthem, everything. And I took over, and what was it? It was the National Anthem really? about to begin. Yes. And I go, I mean, you'd figure after, how old is he, 64? 30 years, you so say, right? Over that. 40 years of hosting a Super Bowl party, you'd have the, the National Timeline. Anthem on. You know, he's doing, he's got too many things going at once. So I had to take control there and restore order. As you did. And, and then did. there was a second time early in the first quarter where, Someone, I think someone hit guide or something. Yeah, that was yeah. it, right? Yeah. Someone Inadvertent hit... guide, which, you know, immediately gets pinned on me, which is like... Well, because bananas. you had taken the remote control at right. this point. Right, but I had a gentleman sitting next to me yes. who shall remain nameless. <laughs> and he throws... He had no idea, by the way. His bow's on it, the thing's up. I'm going, oh my God. So I, I clicked exit, got it all figured out, and then now I'm just holding it. People are like, what are you getting to do with it now? <laughs> Like, you just, I've and had years and years of, you know, success being a, a clicker guy. You look over to the polar bear and I say, just put it on the mantle. Yeah. And I thought about it and I was like, yeah, that's perfect. Get away. That did not, however, eliminate us from people grabbing it and shit. It was bizarre. Yeah. Because in like the second quarter, it was like the squares winner and I'm watching the commercial or something or maybe it was the game and... Like, there's no sound, and I'm now freaking out again. I'm going, who's touching the clicker? What's wrong with you guys? Wow, I must have not noticed that. And he goes, well, we're making the announcement. And my dad's friends, I go, oh my god, just... Oh, I do remember that. Why don't you wait for, like, a break of action or Or a commercial. Yeah. Fuck. Yes, I do remember that. that was another just bananas move in the clicker department. I mean, that that, that just... Well, they're getting older, and they're getting more bold, is what I'm learning. But I mean... There was a lot of uh, a lot of food. The spread was exceptional. Oh, I went in when yes. I got when I got going. Yeah, and I you know I, I I brought as I noted to Doc last week. I brought um, some Mac salad. Brought some Cardiff crack tri tip. Some barbecue sauce. You know, I did my that tri tip got devoured because I, I didn't even see that. I didn't see it at all. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it got taken out in about two seconds. So. <laughs> I, I I did my due diligence, didn't come empty handed per usual, so but That's nice. I was very nice happy. Yes. I was very happy with the uh downing party setup. I loved that there was as we talked about, the main <laughs> T V where everybody who really wanna watch wants to watch the game uh was located. Then you had the off left T V outside that gave everybody the opportunity to watch the game, be a little more casual, if you will. You're but catching you, some heat in your seat. Is that correct? What do you mean? There was just, uh, I don't know. I moved around a lot. I did move around a little bit, but I'm, I don't know. I felt like there was some uh, some banter going on between you and Doc, which is very common. But oh, Doc, if you can't was, remember it, then, I mean, then he had the perfect amount of banter. Yes, exactly. We were having, Doc was all over the place, man. That, yeah, he's a showman. There's the game, and then there's Doc watching the game. But I will <laughs> say, I know, you know, and again, there was squares, 
There was your um, the sheet, sheet that what happens in the game. Exactly. Which I did terrible at oh. obviously because I went all Bengals all in. Yeah, that was incorrect. I will say, and I noted this to uh, the guy that leaves early. I don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that, that leaves, leaves early. early, yes. Wow. Um, Doyle. Doyle. I'll, I'll put him on blast. All right. Him. Well, you know, him and, and I were... again. He did He vanished in the heavens. second quarter. I have no idea. Um, no goodbye. But that's an Irish goodbye. Just leave. Doyle, Irish. Yeah, that sounds about right. Um, but we were talking, and I think next year for the uh, what's going to happen sheet, you guys definitely need to make a over under on how much Wum tells Doc to <laughs> settle down. I think it was actually turned out to be the under, but I was an immediate fan of the over when it was brought up. And I'm telling you, I think that needs to be... I think that's an easy add. Yeah. But Doc fears change, so that's going to have to be a conversation that you two have in a dark alley. Um, I was very impressed with the Raising Canes, or is it just Canes? I don't know. I've, I've never been Cane's there. Cane's chicken tenders were phenomenal. I actually couldn't stop eating those at the beginning. Yeah, I'd never been there before, but when you started, when you told me what oh, they yeah. were, they were very good. Yeah, I whipped a quick five in the old pallet. Wow. And I was set. That was pretty much when I was like, all right, I think I'm good. <laughs> and then I go. found my seat. And then the game began. Oh. So let's get into that. Um, Thought the national anthem was great. Spectacular. Yeah, you know how that can all... I don't know. Okay, total side topic, but when you were playing and, you know, as... When we were playing, when you were playing, whatever, did you always think like if the national anthem was bad, the game was going to be bad? Do you ever think like that? Because I, the, honestly, that's no. exactly how I think. And when I started yeah. coaching, well, maybe more, more so if I was coach, but never as a player. Yeah, as, I always maybe I never ran into a, such an egregious uh, national anthem that it ruined what I felt. But no, I mean I was pretty pretty locked in, ready to go. I will say, as a coach, I noticed it a lot more, but there were times yeah. where if the national anthem was bad, the first thing I said on the mic was, this game's going to be a long one. Because, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, you're starting off slow, bad. Yeah, I mean, that's... But, but, know, uh, the, the Super but, Bowl is never going to make it that way. They yeah. go above and beyond. And I thought it was awesome. I mean, I like how they pan around, you know, the, the players and the I coaches. Agree. And obviously, it's a big moment where there's a lot going on in your head. Um, but... The game. I mean, another close one. Another yeah. one that could have gone various ways. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to <laughs> articulate what, you know, the beginning of the game was. I feel like if it came out where the Rams seemed like they were the better team. Um, mm-hmm. They came down and scored and... Um, Stafford looked good. I mean, it was kind of like all the rest of the Rams postseason games thus far, where like they had come out and they looked ready to play, weren't uh, you know, lacking in any department. Yeah, I think how they, I think how the Rams started was exactly how everyone, and as you've said, like how everyone kind of expected that Super Bowl to start off. If the Rams were going to get the ball first, they were just going to march down, get their shit done, and score. Mm-hmm. And um, I think. That's what they did. And on the flip side of that, I think the Bengals in the first quarter were definitely... I'm not going to say the word nervous, but I'm definitely going to say they just... They were were playing the game at their own pace, which I like because their defense was able to assist them 
and I'm talking about the whole game, but mainly just in the first quarter, their defense, I think, personally, was able to give their offense a lot more confidence and saying, hey, guys, you know, You're yes. You're going to get your opportunities. Yeah, yeah, take your time. Let's take our time. Let's learn their offense. You know, I'm talking for the Bengals now. They're learning the Rams' offense in that first quarter. And, you know, I don't think the Rams did anything exponentially, like, crazy no. to where it shocked the Bengals at all. Um, you know, I, I think I think just the way that that first quarter happened was, again, like I said, script for the Rams. Bengals are kind of feeling them out. And then as that first quarter kind of proceeded, I felt like it was just kind of, where are we going with this, guys? Oh, where yeah. are we going with this? And I think the Bengals' D, like we've been talking about, has been they played phenomenal that entire God, postseason run man. and they they gave the Rams everything they could handle, including you know forcing a couple of picks with Matt Stafford, which is what I said they were going to need. They're going to have to force those turnovers. You know, yes. one is a classic Stafford like threw it in the end zone, uh, you know, fifty fifty ball, maybe seventy five twenty five, but he tried to make something happen and the Bengals guy made the play. So, you know, that's more of a you just have to make that play in that situation, which but resulted in a penalty as well. He did, and. You know, I would have liked to see... Well, first, the real problem is the Bengals' O-line got worked by pretty much Aaron Donald because they were accounting for him so drastically that if you look on any, like, social media account, you just see the pictures of three Bengals O-linemen on him. So then you got Von Miller and uh, Leonard Floyd and whoever else on the inside, like, working one-on-one. And obviously, you know, 50-50 battles between O-line and linebackers or D-line, like, you're going to have a much better chance to get in there. But, obviously, Aaron Donald being who he is, like, you're going to have to account for him. Three guys, I feel like that's a bit much. I don't know if that was just, like, certain plays where they were like, we're just not going to allow him to do anything. You definitely can't block him one-on-one. But it's three really the the key there? I don't know. Well, it didn't really work. So. No, and, and to that point, I, I, again, how I watch games is – a little bit different than a lot of other people. And, you know, for you, you like, like watching secondary parts of the game, you know, that defensive secondary. But for me, watching that Von Miller and Chris Collinsworth, I don't like Chris Collinsworth, but it was very nice that he kept bringing this up, is if their center, if the Bengals center was ever free, the first person that he was going towards was looking at Aaron mm-hmm. Donald. Which, like you said, was just that opportunity to open up other lanes, have a – I mean, there was one play I can actually remember vividly where there was a stunt with Aaron Donald and Von Miller on the same side, and their whole – the whole O-line got taken over by Aaron Donald's pressure, and then Von Miller just came around and put pressure on – Yeah, he's in there, you know, within two seconds. It's like you're not going to get any production if that's what you're facing if you're Joe Burrow. Exactly, and that – it showed with Joe Burrow. I mean, throughout the game and, uh, you know, if we're just – quick jump to the end of the game. I mean, Joe Burrow, right. he tied the most sacks mm-hmm. in a Super Bowl with Roger Staubach, and I actually think they surpassed that at seven. And, and, and they surpassed and that's a that lot. I mean, that's a lot of sacks. That's a lot of sacks. And if you would have, you know, and there's that kind of, you know, there's that clip on social media with uh, Jamar Chase on that last play and Ramsey falling down and Chase being open. It's like maybe if you had a few more seconds, maybe – Ramsey thought the play was over already. I don't know. But the the point is he didn't even have the chance to look downfield. And if he was open, he would have never he never had the chance to see that. Exactly. And the way Jamar Chase was playing, like he could have thrown that anywhere because that guy was on fire catching 
one-handers like they were nothing. He showed up. That was cool to see. I, wa- I really like to see, like, who shows up in those games. Obviously, Cooper Cup was the MVP, and he just continued being, like, the reliable, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah Getting yeah. open, which his touchdown in the back of the end zone, the first one, he's just wide open, and I'm going. And Stafford just put it on him, which was a great throw. But I'm going, how is he open by himself in the back of the end zone by, like, five yards? But that's just how he's played all year. So, yeah. obviously, he's doing something very right. And hopefully, that can continue next year. Just because I like, you know, a guy from Eastern Washington, you know, no offers at high school. And he's transformed into this freaking stud receiver. Yeah, who, I agree with you. you know, had to step up when Robert Woods went out. And had the biggest game of his life on the biggest stage. Um. And you know, obviously on that last drive too, with Stafford throwing the no look dart over the middle. I mean, I didn't see it at the time. At the time, it just looked like a regular play, a regular play where the Bengals yeah, messed I it agree up. With that. And the, yeah, and what I saw on the replay, and we're jumping around here because that's what the Super Bowl is. I mean, Super Bowl really is like you're watching a blur of, and when you're watching it, it in the moment, you know what's going on, and then when you're outside, you'd have to you know like rewatch it again. Yeah, but um, Cooper Cup coming over the middle for that fourth down conversion and Stafford throwing the no look. Uh, I'm watching it on some social media deal and like the view is from like right to where Stafford's looking and he looks off the Bengals safety. He's just playing in the middle, reading where Stafford's like body and eyes are going. And because Stafford's looking to the right, like he gets that linebacker safety to move a little bit and then creates that window open. I just, I was like, that's why he was so open because his eyes are telling a different story from where, than where the ball is going. And I mean, to execute that play on fourth down with the, everything on the line. I mean, if they don't get it, Bengals have the ball and they're winning the game or they're up in that game by four. So, I mean, just a massive moment in that game. Yeah. And I, I just talking on that point too, what I noticed with that too was once he started to like go into the throw, you saw defenders kind of jump up almost like too early going, Oh shit, I got to jump now. You know? And I, I think that play in itself kind of shows, I, I think a little bit of two things. I think it shows how well connected Matthew Stafford and Cooper cup are in a wide receiver quarterback relationship. Mm-hmm. And number two, I think it also shows the things that Matthew Stafford was able to do with Cooper Cup and vice versa. You know, I, I Cooper Cup, I'm not saying Cooper Cup wouldn't be successful without Matthew Stafford, but his season goes along with what Stout, what Cooper Cup's success works both off of yeah. Matthew Stafford and himself. But I think that play in itself in the Super Bowl shows you the type of opportunities and trust that they have in each other to make those kind of plays where Matthew Stafford's able to look defenders completely off and then just know he's there. Exactly. And that just, yeah. And especially, I mean, and Odell Beckham on the wide receiver. That's what I was just going to say. I mean, uh, Cooper Cup's performance was huge because of Odell Beckham, Odell Beckham's unfortunate, like ACL tear that came out of nowhere. And he was going off, too. I mean, he had an early touchdown. I think he had two catches for, like, 52 yards, like, right out the gate. But he was hurt in the first half. 
And it was very clear, like, that's an ACL, for sure. Which I guess was the same ACL you'd already torn, so that sucks. Oh, it was? I thought, yeah. it, was, I thought it was his opposite knee. I, I, I didn't know that. But on the other side... That's I mean, pretty sad. Yeah, that was, that was awful, but at least he gets the ring, and obviously his emotion poured out. And, you know, good for him. I mean, he's been through a lot, obviously, in his career. Coming from Cleveland, too, okay. uh, most recently. Where they just give you away, and then you end up winning the ring. I mean, there's really nothing more poetic than that in sports. Did but, you see, I don't know how truthful this is, and sorry to interrupt, but did you see that he he said or someone posted that he would actually take a pay cut to stay on the Rams? Uh, I saw something like that. I thought that, you know, I just quick on Which, OBJ, yeah. like, I mean, we saw him in New York, frustrated as hell, wanting to get out, going to the Browns, almost the same situation where just his output wasn't there and people were under the impression that OBJ was over. Mm-hmm. And then he comes to the Rams, and to me, just a complete. I mean, I I think he bought into the system. That's yes. what I think. Yeah, and you know, I what I really liked was, and I hate to say this, but uh, when he was like crying on the sidelines because he wasn't able to play, whether that was emotions of just I'm not able to play, or I can't believe I'm winning a fucking Super Bowl, right? Mm-hmm. Like we're gonna win this. To see that out of OBJ and how much criticism he's gotten as a, as a player. That, like you said, I think he bought into the system. And I I don't know, I'm just, as a fan, I'm proud to see a player go through those trials and tribulations mm-hmm. yeah, to get to that point. Yeah, his career has been pretty wild in terms of those situations. Yeah. So, to pick the right, the right team while you're, you know, choosing which route you want to take after the Browns and it to be the Rams and you end up winning, pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, the other huge play, though, in the to start the second half, which was awesome as a fan, was the long... Touchdown pass to Higgins down the sideline, which he grabbed. <laughs> Ram- I mean, there's no other way to say it. He grabbed Ramsey's face mask and, like, his momentum through that got him off. And he was wide open. Touchdown, no call. I mean, huge play oh, in the second huge. half. It was like that was a it, was to a, the heart. it was the game on yeah. right now. Because Bengals take the lead. Ramsey's, you know, crying about Getting his face mask pulled, which like, like shit. It very well was pulled, but yeah, Jamar Chase and Higgins kind of had their way with him, which I think was cool to see. You know, the Bengals' receiving core is going to be there for a while. Yes, um, as long as Joe Burrow's healthy. But that play alone got the Bengals' momentum going on offense, and if the damn O line could have given Burrow more time, like we could have seen a lot of those plays. But he was under duress like most of the game. So, we did only get to see, like, a handful of deep throws, but I want to say maybe he was, like, three for five or four for five on deep throws. I just remember a couple of Jamar chases and obviously that touchdown, but um, that was when the Bengals were firing at their best. Yeah, I agree. I think, and you know what, I'll be honest, I, I, I think you may have said early in the game where the Bengals just need to throw some long balls. Like, what's with all the short stuff? Yeah, I I don't know if I I can't remember if that was you. Yeah, but I I I agree with you. I think I think the O line had a huge impact on that. It's like, hey, I can Joe Burrow or however the offense is being run. It's like I can only get out ten to fifteen yard passes, and if we do go for the long ball, I need like uh, my running back to stay Mm -hmm. or you know what have you. And I agree. I wish the Bengals. 
I wish the Bengals attacked Jalen Ramsey a little bit more. I, I think they did a really good job at attacking him in those, like you said, like three or three mm-hmm. to six or, you know, uh, tosses. I think that, um, you know, Jamar Chase and Higgins both definitely were able to kind of run the gamut with Jalen Ramsey back there. Um, and it showed. I mean, yeah, the face mask, the face mask was there in that in that <laughs> thing. But to be honest, like I still think Higgins catches that ball even without well, the yeah. face mask. Yeah, I mean, obviously it gave him an advantage. <laughs> yeah, and and also too like. But I'm totally okay with him not calling it. Oh, I yeah, the face yeah. mask. I don't give a shit about. It's more like <laughs> was it was it going to get caught or not? And I actually think it would have yeah. been. And number two, as you talked about earlier, was, you know, the last play of the game where mm. Jalen Ramsey's on the ground and Jamar Chase is yeah. essentially free Running to go. Free, yeah. And that, I I think that happened a lot more in mm-hmm. the game than we got to see or were a part of because that ball never got thrown to him right. or to them. And, you know... Like I said, I th- I think I I wish I got to see Joe Burrow and the Bengals attack Jalen Ramsey a little bit more because there were definite times where Jalen Ramsey got caught up and fucked mm-hmm. up. So yeah, um, I agree. I I'm just on I, the final drive of the Bengals. Just you know, we're going all over the yeah, map here. Dude, no, but on the remember the the third and one draw play, okay. not to Joe Mixon, which I still understand why, to the backup, and he gets held up i mean i think i immediately went to you as like you absolutely have to get that first down yeah i mean he kind of got held up and just kind of got like hugged there for a second he just it was very obviously like a no gain well aaron and donald actually pulled him backwards there you go yeah that's exactly what happened so he got to like the half he got half half a yard away from the front first down and aaron just grabbed and pulled yeah so now that you know I'm thinking about it because Aaron Donald basically made the last two plays. I mean, it's wishful thinking for me to want the Bengals to get that drive to at least tie the game. I agree. But it's also respect to Aaron Donald making those final two plays to secure the W because, you know, and whether the play call was timber or not, I think it was. I mean, the draw play on third and one with the backup running back. um, I don't, you know, I think if they could go back, they probably would change I don't know, to a pass or what, but, like, maybe a different set or something. But, you know, at the same token, the Rams' defense was definitely the reason why they won that game. And they stepped up completely in the second half. Yes. Especially after the long touchdown, too, where they – and this is oh, – glad I remember this. This is the, the main thing I wanted to get across is the Bengals had the momentum in the second half pretty much the whole time until the final drive of the Rams and, you know, whatever happened to happen. Um, but they they weren't able to continue putting points on the board. Yes, which is what your original qualm with them was that you know field goals aren't going to win games. They couldn't even get the field goal points going, and they were just kind of like stagnant for a while, like a long while after that long touchdown, and that is what ultimately did them in because they gave Stafford one final shot to do it, and you know whether I don't think it was a defensive holding on the goal line, which we. You know, most people at the party were like, oh, it's fucking bullshit. Um, you know, whatever. But, you know, it's the NFL. Refs are going to make stupid calls like that. And what's Stafford going to do? Like, decline it? No. No. So, Fuck no. they took the opportunity as they could. And they ended up scoring. 
But it's not that that did the Bengals in. No. It was the stagnant approach to the op- not, not the approach, but the results. There was no, you know, they didn't they didn't put the uh, knife in the neck, if you will. And the Ram- you keep the Rams in it, who were the better team on paper. It's you know you're giving them a chance to do what they did at the end of the game. Well, and to that point is, you know, you're talking about the last play of the game, right? Uh, last, pardon me, the last two plays of the game where the very last play, Joe Burrow gets sacked. Second to last play is the quarterback draw for not to get the first down. I think that kind of shows the play calling that's been going on with the Bengals. And also, I said to you that I said this to you on Sunday was if Joe Mixon is not in, call a timeout. Yeah. Because if he's totally agree. If he if he needs a blow, like to take a breath. Call the fucking timeout. Well, and how about just analyzing that situation a little longer, too? Being like, uh, do we want to do a draw? Like, is that really the best option here? And why is P. Ryan in the game? Timeout. Like, let's talk about it. There's 34 seconds left. It's not like you're giving the Rams a boatload of time if you're concerned about scoring too early. I 100% think you got to have Mixon in the game unless he's injured and we don't know about it. Exactly. Um, we don't know but that, he's, but... By far the better running back in that situation. And if he's in the game and you run, let's say, like a play action with him, then there's more people drawn to that than they are with Piran getting a fake handoff. Well, so and he just he carries and he threw a touchdown in the game, too. So there's that factor. And I, I'm, I'm starting to think now, like, of course, you know, Polar Bear's MO is I start <laughs> overthinking things. But, you know, maybe, and I'm just saying, like, hypothetically, maybe the Bengals saw, like, okay, uh, you know, we'll act like we're going to throw it deep, and then we'll, you know, Mixon's not in, but we have, what's it, Piron, 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 yeah. we'll hand it off to him, and they won't expect it. It's like, yeah, that's not fucking smart against one of the best defensive lines in the NFL. It just, maybe... Like that thought process would make sense, but it was it just didn't work. Number one, no. so you're always gonna like bash that idea, and he basically ran right into Aaron Donald's Donald. arms, which is like that guy is gonna win that yeah. battle. Which if it's Joe Mixon, maybe he gets a little more push, or at least dives forward. Um, but then you go to the next play. I almost knew based on that fact of that how third down went. I was like, this is. Like the Bengals are not going to do this now. Well, and, and, you know, you think about the next play, too, is... Which was awful. Which was awful. And, again, <laughs> was Joe Burrow looking for... I mean, he was getting pressure. Uh, I mean, he got... But, I, I, was, but like, what did they need? Second. What did they need? Less than five yards? For a first yard. Yeah, so, I mean, he did... He was injured. You know, he did get yes. hurt. Which so if I'm if I'm the Bengals I'm not running him, you know because he's already he's hurt like he's hobbling around already I don't know what his mobility is but to that second point is just do a quick route like hey get two three well, yards it wasn't even that it was it was kind of a low snap and then Donald just completely blew up whoever was supposed to block him and that I mean he couldn't to Burrow's credit I mean at least he got the ball off. But, and a thing that people aren't really talking about is, I mean, the ball was, like, pretty close to Piran oh, again. Yeah. Where, like, I don't know if he gets it, but no dive? No, I don't know. It seemed closer to me <laughs> than, it, than he made it appear where it was like, oh, I, I can't get that. Like, I agree. I, I don't know. Can you? 
Yeah, so, I, 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 especially I, with the Super Bowl on the line, like die for it. Well, and you know what's funny is you you're talking about that, and the first thing I was going to say was, it's the Super Bowl, so leave it all out there. And I'll be honest, the the person that I will say left it all out there was Aaron Donald, and the just his. Any time yeah, the he, Bengals were moving and you, they they had the camera pan over to Aaron Donald, he was like, "We got this." Mm-hmm. And and just you know, as a veteran of that Rams defense, if I'm let's just say I'm a rookie or like a two year guy and I'm in my first Super Bowl and I look over at him, I'm like, "Fuck, dude, we're gonna do this!" Like, oh yeah, and, there is no sense of doubt. And I think kind of to that point of just being the vet, but also losing to the Patriots two years ago in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I think. That type of experience gives him... I mean, obviously you want to win championship of any level. Of course. But the Super Bowl on an extreme level. And then to lose that game, be back, and you know now there's talks that he might retire or whatever. So he knows like the urgency is paramount to him. So he can... And being the type of leader that he is, he can spread that out to yes. their defense, who was immensely talented. Um, so, like, you know. He took over that game to end the game, and I think that for a D lineman to be able to do that, I don't even remember the last time we had have seen a D lineman end the game on his terms. That's and just true. Just kind of go, I'm gonna make this thing end. Now. We're ending it now. And it's, yeah, we're getting rings, and that's that. So there's a lot to be said in that regard. I hope the Bengals will be back. Um, they were a fun team to watch for sure. I agree. And with the that. underdogs are always fun to watch. Better than the goddamn Chiefs, that's for sure. Oh my god! So, it, in that respect, like it was awesome to see a new team in the mix. Um, you know they're very young. Hopefully, they can build on that and become a better. You know they're in a very tough division with Ravens, yeah. Steelers, not so much the Browns, but just you know the AFC North is a just gritty division. So we'll see if they can get back there and what the Rams will look like next year. Um, you know, in terms of who's going to retire and just ride off into the sunset and whatever. But, I mean, pretty awesome Super main cool. stage because, you know, we could go into the Chargers' disastrous ending, they endings for the their seasons forever. But, you know, he was a great player that we had and just never could get to the main stage and could never get us, you know, to the pinnacle of the NFL world. So watching him in that game and celebrate afterward with his family was so awesome. I think uh, what I loved about that, and you know, again, it. I think Eric Weddle was a part of our lives growing up so much in that Chargers defense and the games that we watched and grew up watching. I think seeing, it's funny. I was I was talking about this with um, someone last night. Was seeing him there as an original Charger fan made me feel proud to have seen him play in a Charger mm-hmm. uniform. And to just see that, it, it, I've, I think, and I think what you're trying to say is, as f- fans of Eric Weddle, we were happy to see him succeed like that. And another reason that I, that we were, and that I was, is he had has talked about you know how he left San Diego and how he didn't feel like he was treated appropriately by the organization. Which he wasn't. And he was absolutely not. Yeah. So for him to get the last laugh of, you know, who knows what they said to him when they're negotiating his contract or just playing, telling him, like, we don't want you anymore. Yeah. Um, and, you know, that's kind of happened to a 
good amount of players who were fan favorites yeah. for the Chargers and that the you know the fans absolutely love but the organization like isn't going to keep for whatever reason even LT like they put yeah. it shipped him off to the Jets and it's like that's that's our main guy like you can't give him the final two years of his career as a Charger just to give him that type of respect that he's earned it's like you know he has the single season touchdown record like a million records like mm-hmm. played his heart out for you and now you're going to ship him off to the Jets. So, you know, a little hatred towards the Charger organization there. But, you know, Weddle getting the last laugh and getting uh, you know, a random phone call that, hey, you want to play for the Rams? Like, uh, yeah, you know what? I will. And I'm for sure he was probably thinking, like, should I go? Should I not go? And he's probably thinking this is the last chance I have to do this. And he got it done. And now he, can, he literally is going to ride right back to the sunset. Yeah. Wherever he lives in Cardiff or Encinitas. And I think what was really cool, too, is that you've said it, and I i don't know if you like really are paying attention to, what he said is he's said something regarding like the Chargers mm-hmm. and said that I will always have the last laugh. Oh, yeah. In sense in, of the Chargers. paper or I believe he said it either in an interview, but he will have the last laugh focusing mainly at the Chargers. And You're saying he said that? After he was released? Yes, or, he said okay. that in an interview while he was with the Rams. And he said okay. something along the lines of, against the Charger organization, I'll always have the last laugh. Yes, just I did hear that. Yeah, and I, I was like, I mean, again, our hate for the Charger Chargers now organization runs pretty deep. The business side of it, player right. side is different. Yeah. But I just thought that was funny like that you brought that up. Because it's true. He had the last laugh. He's a Super Bowl champion. Whether he was there the whole season or not, he contributed to them succeeding in one way or another. So I thought that was... I think what we're trying to say is, as old San Diego Charger fans and Eric Weddle fans, we're proud, proud and happy to have seen him succeed. Awesome so playoffs. And it concluded with a you know, close game. If you thought the game was boring or whatever, like I don't want to talk to you because I thought I there was a lot of things going on in that game where, as football men, we love... You know, the different dichotomies oh, going man. on. Uh, Rams end up winning 23-20. Like I said, just a phenomenal year of football. And now we move forward into different sports that we'll banter about. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, we went into Polar Bear making his debut at the Super Bowl party. Uh, you know, I'd give it a 91 I'd give it a 9.1. Room for If I gave you a 10, right. It's just like, that's the yeah. pinnacle. I can't get any better. If I give you a little leg room, maybe... Maybe uh, maybe I go down. I don't know. Maybe bring a little more tri-tip. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I'll see the tray this time. Yeah, good heavens. That thing got attacked, obviously. Rightfully so. Or maybe it just got put into a corner and Doc took it. Yeah. Well, he nibbles down there. Kinda, I mean, I definitely... like a dog bowl thing. I definitely walked <laughs> in and said, hey, I got you some tri-tip. And I hugged yeah. the bag up. So... Yeah. But an absolute pleasure to have the polar bear in the presence of uh, you know the Downing Super Bowl. You got to see the guitar in the ceiling. It I was did. not bullshitting you. No, no, no. I <laughs> I never thought that was a lie. <laughs> I would say yeah, it's quite believable. It's not really a stretch. Let's put it this way: if you know Doc, you know that that story has one thousand percent <laughs> truth to it. You're just yeah, you're just surprised there's only one hole, really. You'd yeah. think the ceiling would be chock full of different. Well, you know, I think I may have. I think. I think I, I, can't, I think I was talking about it during halftime. It's like, is he going to come out with like a mic and like swing it into the ceiling? You know, <laughs> just 
Or yeah. hang from the ceiling I, like 50 cents. Right. I don't know. <laughs> You'll have to try to do that next year. That was wild, though. Um, yeah, very happy for, happy for our guy, Eric Weddle. Happy for Matt Stafford, Cooper oh, yeah. Cup, OBJ. Various storylines that the Rams had going on. They're now Super Bowl champs. And I think you wanted to bring up... Yeah, well, I was going to say is I think, and just to finish on your thought, is I think how this season went in the NFL was, I mean, look at how it ended. Rams are definitely a team that we thought were contenders for the Mm -hmm. Super Bowl. Bengals were not. We definitely threw some shade at the Bengals (laughs) this year. And I think this season, I think there was just, there were a lot of, ups and downs and a lot of weird things happening Mm -hmm. with the NFL. Um, And I was, I'll be honest, this was one of my favorite NFL seasons and also one of my favorite Super Bowls to watch Mm -hmm. because just the, the storylines, but also just everything that has happened to get these teams to where they were was awesome. So again, I think just Super Bowl this year was huge. Um, And, you know, I was, People are already media is already starting about draft. With draft classes right. are going to be really interesting, and I, I just thought it was very funny this morning. Was I can't remember what in, uh, social media or you know media outlet posted this, but they posted the draft class numbers and and the order, if you will, and then the very last draft number is thirty two, and it's the uh, the Lions, and it says from Rams. <laughs> and it, I mean Rams aren't even yeah. on there for twenty twenty one or. Pardon me, twenty twenty two. So yeah, I I think the it's going to be interesting to see where the Rams go from here. But right, know, but it, that just shows you that that Stafford trade couldn't have gone better for them. And I agree. Literally, man. with the last pick in the first round, take it, Lions. You guys need it. We don't. <laughs> but for episode eight, season two, sports banter out. out.